Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. Hey there, welcome to episode 10 of the Prayer Podcast with Jan Elbert. That's me, so glad you're joining me today. You know, there really is no end to the depths of hope we find in the Word of God. You cannot mine it until it's dry because it's inexhaustible. And that is very good news for those of us who want to pray bigger, bolder, more daring prayers to see mountains moved, hope restored, and the Lord glorified. And today we're going to be looking at a prayer that Daniel prayed so very long ago, thousands of years ago, but we can base our prayers on what he prayed right here and now today in 2023. It still applies today. Are you ready to pray? Let's get to it. In the ninth chapter of the Old Testament book of Daniel, we read something profound. It's really unique. There's humility and boldness, repentance while also standing firmly on the promises of God's word all together. This passage holds a prayer that was answered in perhaps one of the most astounding ways that any prayer has ever been answered. And today we get to learn from it. So I'd like to read to you Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 through 19, and I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. In the first year of Darius, son of Xerxes, a Mede by descent, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments, We have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. Lord, you are righteous, but this day we are covered with shame. The people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, both near and far, In all the countries where you have scattered us because of our unfaithfulness to you, we and our kings, our princes, and our ancestors are covered with shame, Lord, because we sinned against you. The Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. We have not obeyed the Lord our God or kept his laws. He gave us through his servants, the prophets. All Israel has transgressed your law and turned away, refusing to obey you. Therefore, the curses and sworn judgments written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out on us because we have sinned against you. You have fulfilled the words spoken against us and against our rulers by bringing on us great disaster. Under the whole heaven, nothing has ever been done like what has been done to Jerusalem. Just as it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God, by turning from our sins and giving attention to your truth. The Lord did not hesitate to bring the disaster on us, 
For the Lord our God is righteous in everything he does, yet we have not obeyed him. Now, Lord our God, who brought your people out of Egypt with a mighty hand and who made for yourself a name that endures to this day, we have sinned. We have done wrong. Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, turn away your anger and your wrath from Jerusalem, your city, your holy hill. Our sins and the iniquities of our ancestors have made Jerusalem and your people an object of scorn to all those around us. Now, our God, hear the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. Give ear, our God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation of the city that bears your name. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay, because your city and your people bear your name. Wow. Now that is one awesome prayer. I don't think I am exaggerating in the least to call that an awesome prayer. Daniel stayed in the word of God that he had available to him at that time. And that's how he knew what the words of the prophet Jeremiah said when he realized, oh, I think the 70 years are about up. I'm going to take what I've read in the word and I'm going to go talk to God about it in prayer. He went straight to the Lord in prayer with the words that he knew were God's words spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. He was humble, yet he was bold. He repented on behalf of all his people. How often do we pray like that? Humble, but bold and repentant on behalf of people who've done things that I didn't personally do them. You didn't personally do them, but yet being so humble and repentant that you want God's glory and God's name to be revered beyond your own personal interests and wants and needs. How often do you and I pray and ask God to forgive our country? For example, when we personally have not committed the actual sins that we're asking him to forgive, maybe we ought to, maybe we should, you know, it seems pretty biblical. So maybe we should give it a whirl. A lot more of that kind of praying. Daniel clearly stated again and again that God is righteous and that he was coming to the Lord in prayer based solely on God's righteousness. It's a great reminder that we cannot clean ourselves up enough to come to God. We can come on his merits alone. What Jesus did at the cross is what is our righteousness. It's, it's only through Christ. It has nothing to do with us individually. So that's how we come to him, on his merits alone, bringing none of our own spiffied up little works, because even the most spiffied up works of ours are just truly filthy rags before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Daniel agreed that God's word and his decrees were just and right. That's another thing we ought to be doing more of when we pray. That's humility. That's knowing our place as the created ones, the jars of clay, remembering that he's the potter and we don't have the authority or the pay grade to ask him what in the world does he think he's doing. He's the potter, we're the clay. And Daniel in humility with a surrendered heart reminded God that in answering this prayer, God was actually only doing it for the sake of his name. So when you and I pray, can we say that God should answer our prayers for the sake of his name? Are we concerned about the state of God's name or only about our needs, our concerns, our prayer list that we're praying through, the things that, you know, me and mine, are we concerned about his name? 
we can and we ought to pray for the things that are weighing on our hearts and minds, for our needs. Absolutely, we need to do that or we're missing a huge part of what prayer is. It's asking and receiving. But we surely ought to care deeply about the honor of God's name. And what we ask for should never be in opposition in any way, shape, or form to God's name being honored and revered. And then in answer to Daniel's prayer, the angel Gabriel appeared to Daniel and gave to him one of the most astounding prophetic visions in the entire Bible. If you continue reading in Daniel chapter 9, it's uh, Daniel 70 weeks is often how the little title header will read above the next portion of that chapter. It, this is incredible. This is a huge prophecy given to Daniel as an answer to the time he spent in prayer. So he not only got the answer he was praying for, he got so much more. Uh, It's incredible, and it shows that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes in the spiritual realm than what we can see just with, like, our naked eye. There's, um, you'll have to read the chapter if you want to know more about what I'm referring to, but there's so much more happening than we realize. Gabriel's answer to Daniel's prayers, it's amazing, and it's encouraging. God hears, and, you know, he may just answer you with something that is actually astounding. I would have to say that living to honor the Lord in all circumstances, studying his word and believing it to be the truth, and then applying that biblical truth to our prayers when we pray and seeking to honor the Lord's name, they're all ways to propel us forward towards getting our prayers answered. And really, we don't pray so that we don't obtain an answer. We pray because we want to obtain an answer. I think you would agree with that. So um, if it's all right with you now, I would like to pray for you based on Daniel chapter 9, and I truly do believe that God will hear this prayer and will answer, and he'll move in your life. He'll provide you with perhaps tremendous peace in a difficult situation. Maybe he's going to step in and move a mountain that needs to be moved. He might give you an answer that just simply astounds you, and it might be in a way that only truly astounds you, and it'll be in a way that you know it's directly from the Lord God Most High straight to you. So will you join me now as I pray for you? Lord, I come to you today with a heart that very much wants to be more and more humble before you every single day. And where I'm not humble as I ought to be, please lead me to more humility. I want to be clean before you, not for my sake, but for the sake of your great name and for the sake of the people you love so very much. On the merit of your righteousness, I come today in prayer, not for myself, Lord, but for your honor and for the very best of those for whom I'm praying today. May each one listening know your love and your mighty hand at work in their lives better today than they did yesterday and better tomorrow than they do today. Continue to draw them closer and closer to you, even as each day brings each one of us closer to eternity with you. Ready us for heaven, Lord, and make us fit to be your ambassadors to a world that is, in turmoil. And Lord, forgive us of our sins, the ones committed by us, but also by those around us, those who've gone before us, those who live far from us, and those who live near. Oh, Lord, hear, and Lord, forgive. Lord, restore and heal. Be just and do what is right, and extend mercy, and also extend grace. Thank you for keeping every word of prophecy and every promise in the Bible. We know you are faithful, and we know you are trustworthy, and we know you are good. And so I am asking for a double portion blessing according to your word in the Old Testament, that you will pay back your people two blessings for every one hardship. I am asking that for the one listening now, Lord, that this would be true for them. 
and I'm asking that you move quickly. All the praise will go to you, and all the honor is due to your name. All the honor is for your name, Lord. Keep us as the apple of your eye, because you've engraved us on the palms of your hands. May the joy of the Lord be our strength every day, and may the enemy have no victory over us, because Jesus has already secured the victory in full. Do a work that astounds the ones I'm praying for today. Astound them, Lord. Do a work that encourages them. Do a work that shows your power and might and goodness and never stop working on behalf of your dearly loved children. I ask all of this in the name of Jesus today, and I thank you for hearing and I thank you for answering. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode number 10 of the prayer podcast with Jan Elbert, and thank you for the privilege of allowing me to pray for you. I'm going to share a link in the show notes to a free prayer resource. It's called, uh, it's an ebook. It's titled Praying God's Word, and you can grab a free copy if you'd like. Uh, I actually created this resource recently for a summit event that I'm really blessed to be the prayer coordinator for. And because it's a prayer resource, I wanted to share it with you, offer it to the podcast listeners, uh, because, hey, it's a prayer resource and we're all about prayer here on the prayer podcast. So look for the link, check that out if you'd like. And thanks so much for joining me today. That's all for this episode. I'll be back next time to learn more about prayer and to pray for you. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. so much for joining me today on the prayer podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.